0: Welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies presented to you by Manscaped and brought to you by the ONTAP Sportsnet. If you're looking for the best manscaping products on the planet, go to manscaped.com and browse their awesome selection. The Lawnmower 3.0 brings you 7,000 RPMs of skin safe technology so you don't nick, cut, or scrape those sensitive areas. Want to keep your boys fresh all day? No problem. Go and pick up the ball toner and ball deodorant so you're fresh all day long. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code ONTAP to get 20% off and free shipping on all your manscaping needs. On tap. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDon300. Today I'm joined by my co host, Ethan Wiles. Happy New Year, everyone. And today we are going to break down NIU men's basketball's first conference victory to Convocation Center over Akron. Darius Bean with ice in his veins and a dagger to give the Huskies. The 67-65 to 65 victory over the Zips. Let me check in with my co-host Ethan Wiles and we'll break down this game and then some of the other news that's happened since the last time we all
1: spoke. I'm doing good. I think it was us that called it earlier today that we were going to get our first conference win. It was a good finish. Obviously, Darius being in the game winner. Um, grinded out game. You know, the, the type of game that we always talked about with this basketball team and that this was the type of game they were going to have to have in order to win. So, obviously, any, any win to get a a little streak started get some momentum going and and we'll see what happens the next couple weeks
0: yeah, it's actually, it's Coach Chapman's first victory as a uh, head head basketball coach at the college level. He's been an assistant or associate head coach at, you know, a couple different schools. He's been at NIU for the last four seasons. And since the last time we spoke, Coach Montgomery and, and NIU decided that it was, you know, best for them to part ways. And since then, you know, Chapman has had this team really playing hungry. They're playing a lot better on the offensive side of the ball. They have been a lot more opportunistic. Uh, Trenton Hankerson, I asked him in the post-game press conference. You know, it's crazy to see. He played 40 minutes today. He's played 38, 36, 37, 40. He, you know, the guy is playing minutes night in and night out that are unmatched across the MAC. And, you know, you go into this game and you tell me we're missing Caleb Thornton and Tyler Cochran, and it's a random 2 o'clock midday matinee matching game. I probably would have called you crazy. But this morning when I woke up, I was feeling a little dangerous. And I go, you know what? A lot of stuff this year hasn't made sense. And this team has played a lot different and a lot better over the last few weeks. There's no way they're going to start the conference schedule 0-6. Akron's a pretty damn good basketball team. They jumped out early. They were hitting threes. Trimble was hitting threes left and right. Uh, Ali was hitting threes for Akron. They stayed true to themselves. They trusted themselves, their teammates. They hung in there. And outside of the first 10 minutes of this game and maybe the first five minutes of the second half, this was their game.
1: Yeah, obviously a, a really strong second half for NIU. Looking at the the box score here, Akron took the the lead into the half by three, and then NIU outscored them by five in the second half. So um, going back to what you said, missing guys, I mean, they played with eight, eight players today. Eight players today. Hankerson, obviously, like you said, with all 40, Darius Bean with 38 right behind him. Um, I think obviously you're looking at the line for Darius being you see two for 11 and you're like he hit the game winner but hey you know what if it's one for 11 one for 12 and that's your game winner I'll I'm not complaining so um, obviously you look at things like that and you want to shoot better you want to shoot the ball better and there were some missed chances across the board where I know you probably could have made it you know wider instead of a 67 65 finish but Um, You know, it's just something we've talked about with this basketball team is that they're they're growing. They're dealing with a lot of missing guys, obviously. So good to get a a win when you're down. And and we'll I'd like to see what this team does when they get back to full strength.
0: Yeah. And the crazy thing was, too, is they shot the 350 percent today. And in the second half. They came out nailing threes because, you know, at the beginning of the game, they go down 11-4. You're like, oh, here we go again. It's going to be one of those long games where we just, you know, struggle to find buckets, struggle to find baskets. Akron was averaging around 82 points a game coming into this game. We were around 59. None of this makes sense to any of us. But, hey, we're not going to complain. And like you said, too, Darius Bean, you know, Two of 11 from the field, six points, but he, he did it in a variety of different ways today. He had eight rebounds. He had seven assists. The guy, despite not being able to find the buckets that he needed to find throughout the game, was able to have the trust in himself to go out there and to hit that game-winning shot in that moment. And that's something that this team needed so badly. Because we've talked about it. You know, they've only had one win on the season prior to this, and that's against Chicago State. That is the perennial punching bag of all Division One college basketball teams, and they're not even playing the rest of the season. So what, what water does that or what weight does that win hold? This win right here against a quality Akron team, a team that won the East last year, it means everything especially, you know, going up against a team like Ball State here on Saturday on the road. And there's only eight teams that are going to get into this conference tournament. So every win matters more. And like you said, talk about a team that stayed resilient. Like you said, eight players. Justin Lee is a guy that was averaging one point and less than one rebound coming into this game Justin finished today with 15 points from the field he was shooting five of six he had he was four for four from the free throw line and he added a couple threes in there talk about a guy stepping up and having that next man next man up mentality and being ready when his number was called
1: yeah and the stat that you uh you didn't mention there is he finished the day with 11 boards big day for him you talk about a guy coming off the bench and contributing to that effect and it, it, like i said it's good to see when you're down like that guys are stepping in and, and you're able to grind out a win and you talk about what this win can do going forward i mean you look at the stretch for niu they're on on the road against a good ball state team ohio comes to town a week from today um buffalo comes to town next saturday and then they travel to a really good bowling green basketball team so these next four games here really mean a lot for what you talked about that eight team tournament so obviously you know you get a little you get a little momentum going here you go into beat ball state you beat your rival and that bowling green matchup in a couple weeks here looks looks pretty interesting
0: yeah and you talk about bowling green a guy like justin turner one of the you know best scorers in the MAC. the guy averages 20.9 points per game on 41 percent shooting Is a 94 percent free throw shooter Today NIU held Lauren Christian Jackson, you know, another high volume scorer here in the MAC. Maybe a little bit a little bit of a smaller guy at 5'8" 150, but he yeah, averages 22.8 points per game and NIU held him to 10 points today and I think that was a big part of how they were able to get the victory and and one thing, you know, whether it was Coach Montgomery's team or Coach Chapman's team which it is currently, this team has always played tenacious rip your heart out defense. And they are always going to fight for loose balls. They're always going to, you know, try and get the block shot or a steal. They play great defense. And today it's what kept them in the game early and what kept them in the game early in the second half, because today was a game of runs. We just had a couple extra in us today to get that victory.
1: Yeah. I'm looking back at just the previous box scores here. And I mean, you take a look at just the last couple of games here and NIU really has been in it in the first half. It's the second half that really gets NIU carried away and I think if like if they've been able to find themselves their rhythm to to settle down in the second half we saw it early on in the season too when we went to those first couple games is it was a close first half and then in the second half uh, they were able to let teams pull away and like you said this team always comes out firing on all cylinders on the defensive side and um you know I, I really think that they like I said have started to find themselves a little bit you go back to a really good bowling green team they were down by five points uh, to Bowling Green at the half when they were in DeKalb. So look, this basketball team can hang with anyone. I think that they, you know, we've just, it was a brutal first couple weeks. Now you're starting to settle in. And if this is positive things to come for the future, you know, I I won't complain about it.
0: Dude, and you want to talk about pain. So obviously we haven't had uh, the same availability and with basketball, there's a lot more games to go to, but I, did not get my email for my class that I was supposed to have today at 1030. So I had a class today at 1030. I have a class today at 630. I finally found classes that actually have Zoom meetings, which is what I really craved last semester because I was just out here teaching myself. I could have went today, bro. I could have went. I should have went. I should have just been. Let's squeeze everything in a day beat on because it's syllabus week anyways. I hate myself for not going to this game. And now I'm going to look like an asshole because we're going to be coming back to games on the other side of the new year but in all reality both of our work schedule and the holidays has just really what's been keeping us from going to games
1: yeah it's definitely been interesting um you know went down to, to florida last week so that was definitely fun to get out and and enjoy some nice warm weather but coming back to DeKalb getting ready for the next semester here my last as a, a student so but yeah uh, looking forward to getting back to the convocation center and Looking forward to watching this team build going forward and really see this team just fight. And there's a lot of good matchups coming up. I really think that, you know, you're, you're looking at Ohio, you look at that Bowling Green matchup, whether it's on ESPN Plus or not, you know, I'll be tuning in What on the road. You know, hopefully we get to the convo more, but either way...
0: No, they're we both out. Ohio and Buffalo.
1: Ohio and Buffalo are both at home and then Bowling
0: Green's going to be on the road, but I think unless we have class on Tuesday that night, I'm not
1: 100% sure. We'll keep you all posted, but we should have to post up with the laptop and well, we can't be in the class. Well. It just means that we got to keep the little window of the basketball <laughs> game open in the top right corner of our laptops,
0: you know. So, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. We may have talked about it when we had Gino on, but Ethan and I had a uh, journalism 480 class last semester. And sport guys through and through basketball, football, baseball, hockey, a little bit, not as much as the other three. But our teams, NIU, Notre Dame, the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Cubs, we will consume those teams games wherever we are, whenever we can. NIU plays a lot of games on Tuesdays. We had a Tuesday night lecture. This class was like three hours. And Ethan and I somehow didn't know, despite living together, despite having a podcast together, despite all this stuff, that we had a class together together show up on the first day, we get there, whatever. Later in the semester, I think it was Eastern Michigan last year where Geno hit that that moonshot to win the game. Bro, I'm in the back of this class, and I'm like, let's go! Everyone breaks their neck to look back at me, and honestly, I can't say I was embarrassed I had a little bit of that in me in me today. And, you know, with the football season finishing 0-6 and the Chicago State game not really meaning a lot, it felt so amazing. And I felt, I know it felt great for Darius to hit that shot, especially considering how he played prior to that moment. He talked
1: about yeah, it too in press conference. Yeah, I know I've said it too. It's like you obviously want to win games by more than two. You don't want to take it down to the last shot. But I feel like just you get a win like that, where you grind it out and then you hit the buzzer beater. Well, I guess it wasn't a buzzer beater, but you hit the game winning shot like that. I mean, there's a lot of juice. That, that that carries a lot of juice into the next game. And I think that that is what's going to happen with this basketball team. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see them come out, uh, what is it, Saturday at Ball State and really yeah, give Saturday. them a good contest.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, I had to ask uh, Darius before they let him go today in the press conference. Obviously with being Coach Chapman's first win, he got drenched. So, can confirm Coach Chapman, and that and that locker room was a little lit up before uh, they came into the press conference about five to ten minutes after the game. And you know, honestly, there's a lot, there's a lot of season left. I talk about it in the course of a game. I, my favorite saying: "There's a lot of game left, but there's a lot of season left." Let's take it one game at a time. Let's go one and zero each game. A little different than one and zero each week, but. There's eight spots available, and similar to the Eastern and Western Conference in the NBA Finals, and even you know Coach Chapman said this. He's talked week in and week out since the beginning of the season. We have no idea what those last few seeds are going to look like. This is action. It's crazy. There's always upsets. There's always crazy down to the wire games like this in basketball and football. I love this conference
1: yeah these are the type of games you ask for and these are the type of games we are going to get out of this conference and i mean i remember being at a game last year when uh it was close and i think it might have been gino who hit the game winning shot and that was just an electric atmosphere and obviously it sucks that we couldn't get fans in the convo but you know those cardboard cutouts were going nuts today
0: yeah and uh i mean You had class today, but I told you as the game was coming down to the wire, I know you were watching it in your room. I was like, dog, bring your ass in here. We got to bring this one home. And shout out to the guys, man. And one thing I want to say, too, even if you weren't in the game, I saw that bench. That bench was literally standing like they were losing by 49 in a Madden game, trying to come back for almost the entire second half. They brought the juice. They brought the energy just as much as the guys on the court did. So it was a team effort. Everybody was involved today, literally, as there was only eight players out there on the court. And what a way to win a basketball game in Matt conference play. And and I couldn't be more proud of the guys. For this game, we'll do our first players of the game of the season. Who do you have as your player of the game?
1: I mean, I don't know how you can go away from the guy who hit the game-winning shot. I mean, so crisp, so clean. Yeah, starting to sound like... Uh... Starting to sound like Stacey King, you know, too fast, too strong, whatever. Too big, too fast, too strong. Yes, sir. God, I miss Derek Rose. But yes, Darius Bean, Trenton Hankerson, obviously putting out 40 minutes. I mean, that's a guy who you're going to rely on each and every game to be that backbone. But Darius Bean stepping up big tonight, making that shot. Put that no, you in the W column I'm gonna give it to Darius
0: yeah and for me I'm actually I'm gonna go a little bit different although hats off to you Darius I don't know if you're listening man great effort out there and one thing he talked about uh, another media member asked him you know how are you feeling you know when you let go of that shot and he just let off like the biggest grin and he's like man I felt good so he knew that shot was cash money the second it left his fingertips hats off to him for making that especially on a two of 11 day from the field It's hard to find confidence when you haven't made many shots on the day. So, way to stay true to yourself, trust yourself in that moment. And one thing I want to say, too, is the Akron head coach called the timeout right before that. That play was initially drawn up for Trenton Hankerson, Coach Chapman said. And in the second play coming out of the timeout, Trenton Hankerson was inbounding it. So, Justin Lee came across. There was an opportunity. If Hankerson didn't have the pass to Bean for him to give it to Lee and then Hankerson get it back and get the shot, Obviously it worked out for being in the shot went down. So no complaints over here, but I'm going to go with Justin Lee. And for a guy that, you know, has been injured for, you know, some time here at NIU and hasn't had as many opportunities for him to step up in that spot to make 15 points happen on a day that no one expected much of him and to follow it up with what did you say it was 11 rebounds so he had a double-double like absolutely gangster performance from the kid. Love to see it. And then we'll go ahead and we'll introduce a uh, a new a new award for basketball and football games because we had it in our postseason for football. Lunch pail award of the game. Trendon Hankerson, zero doubt about it. Jimmy Butler esque performance. Great on both sides of the floor. Literally didn't leave the floor unless it was for the half or when that last buzzer ticked off. So, dude played whistle to whistle. Hats off to Trendon for his performance today.
1: Yeah, I can't argue with that one. I mean,. Perfect setup for me. You know, I take Darius as the player of the game, Trenton and lunch pail guy of the game works out for me. So I'll take both of those guys. And, and like you said, 40 minutes in a college basketball game is, I mean, you, you, you and I couldn't even run up the court for five minutes in a basketball game. So to be out there and, and to be out there for every second of the basketball game, literally every second, just goes to show the work that these guys are putting in off the court in the in the gym, Everything that they're doing outside, you know, they're putting in the work. You know, it's just about blending together and, and figuring out what direction this team is headed in.
0: Well, um, I'm at a loss of words right now. I don't even know what to say. Yet. I had just had my win taken out of my sails, but we're going to transition to football coverage. And I don't think this can wait any further. But as of three minutes ago, Wesson Kramer has entered the transfer portal. So another one. Oh, by wow. Yeah
1: wow basketball team
0: we love you we love you guys for your effort today but oh my goodness another player has transferred
1: yeah that's i mean this isn't even uh this is a live reaction that's crazy wow yeah and and honestly i mean and, and tough, honestly, i've i wish them
0: nothing but the best but that shit hurts bro
1: yeah, we talk about him every week. I mean, he's a he's a key part of that defensive line. And anytime that you have a guy like him on the interior side of that defense, I mean, that's a huge loss. And and like you said, obviously, best of luck for Weston. I I had a class with him. Great person off the field. And that yeah, that's tough. That's tough to see. And unfortunately, it's been the way the the team has gone so far. And you know, you and I both talk about it. You know, it's it's the way college football works. Crazy yeah. year. You never know what's going on. And, and you can't fault these guys for for making a, a choice to better their lives and, you know, whatever they end up doing to better themselves. So it, it's tough. And you wish these guys the best. And, and yeah, damn, that's
0: that's a big yeah. one. That's uh, that's almost this. It's the equivalent of when Jack Hefflin transferred last year. And I believe Jack's actually playing in either the senior bowl or the East West Shrine Bowl this year. So it worked out for him. I'm taking two guesses right now. I'm thinking either Temple or Iowa dog. Those are the two teams I think. I think either he reuni- reunites with Coach Carey or he heads to a Power Five school, which he does have the talent for. I think he's a little bit undersized for a Power Five, but it has been an All-Mac player, so nothing but the best for him. But there is a lot more transfer news to get to. Go ahead, Ethan.
1: No, yeah, I'm just you know pulling something up here and You know, you're looking at him as a a grad transfer. 95 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, and three and a half sacks during his time here. So, just another big key gone, or that this guy's going to be missed when he's gone
0: next season. Yeah, it's a tough blow. Um, This team's really been trending towards a younger, you know, team, and we see that week in and week out. To date, another big transfer friend of the program, uh, Michael Love announced that he'll be entering the transfer portal. Uh, that was another one that, you know, as someone that we've had the time to sit down and talk with, that one hurts. But, you know, Michael's a talented kid. Injuries this year kind of kept him off the field, and then the emergence of some young receivers with their opportunities prevented him from getting the opportunity to build off what he was able to do last year so that's another guy that's going to hurt to lose but you know we also wish Michael nothing but the best
1: yeah I think it's kind of along the same lines as what we've been talking about with the basketball team I think next year we definitely had a lot of high hopes going into it just based on what we've seen from from this roster and don't get me wrong I mean there's still so much talent on this team but you know when you're losing guys with you know names like Michael Love and uh, um, Weston Kramer, guys like that, you know, Ron Darius Gregory, another one too. Um, you know, it, it's tough, it's tough to see these household names go, but we all know how busy coach Hammock is on the recruiting trail. And, you know, we bring in a quarterback from Michigan state, you know, that's big. You get a guy from, from a big name, big 10 school like that. That's the program changer.
0: So yeah, in total, before we get to the addition, cause there's been a lot more subtraction. So this is it i'm gonna read them all off okay so obviously we talked about the top two michael love wesson kramer uh, another person that i actually shared the classroom with uh last year in my I believe it was my film class cortez hogan's great kid wish him nothing but the best outside linebacker edge rusher defensive end whichever way you want to cut it the kid can do it all uh defensive back romel Gaston also transferring, former three-star recruit. Antoine Walker is also transferring. That one was from a little bit earlier in the season. That's pending eligibility. Tyreek Henderson transferring as well. Mark Aitken and J.D. Harris. The last five names that I just read were all defensive backs. So pain, pain, pain. We love you all. We wish you nothing but the best. But it's going to be tough to replace five defensive backs in the defensive backfield as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's it's somewhere that was uh, an area of, of focus for me. I mean, uh, they were not the best at tackling this year. We talked about that all six games. I feel like that they just, you know, it, it's a young group. It's a young core. And Coach Hammock talked about that throughout the season of, you know, just them getting stronger and getting bigger. And um, obviously now you're talking about guys leaving from that room. So that is an extra challenge in there as well. So Definitely going to be interesting to see where this team goes going forward.
0: Yeah, and and positive news uh, on the football side of things. We did nab one of the few quarterbacks to beat that vaunted Northwestern uh, Wildcats defense in, in Michigan State quarterback, Rocky Lombardi. He's going to be transferring to NIU. And that's a kid that we both got to see play last year. He played in the Big Ten. He did it well. If I'm not mistaken, they also beat Michigan. So, Ethan, why don't you go into a little bit about what you think about, you know, this this huge transfer move? Another Power Five quarterback, similar to, you know, our guy Ross Bowers, making a move over to the MAC conference.
1: Like I said, I mean, I think it's a program changer. You, you get a guy who's been in in big time games. Obviously, Michigan Michigan State hasn't been a team that has been, you know, a dominant program the last couple of seasons. But, you know, I mean, he's a household name. How many Saturdays have you and I sat there and watched Michigan State and? have seen uh, Rocky Lombardi play quarterback at Michigan State. So, you know, I mean, right away when I had tweeted about him coming to NIU, uh, you know, his dad had thrown me a message and he's, you know, just like, just like everyone else is at this, at this program, coming into this area, coming into DeKalb, coming to NIU. I mean, it's, you know, it's a family. And uh, between Rocky, you know, I didn't speak to him personally, but, you know, his, his dad said that, you know, they're all excited to come and, and you know, bring a new culture to DeKalb. And, and I really like that attitude about him. I, I like I like the fact that, you know, he's just ready to come to work. Um, you know, it sucks that, you know, we lost another quarterback from that room and Andrew hate it to the, the transfer portal. But, you know, I, like I said, I think it's expected when you see guys coming in and obviously, you're, you know, somebody's going to be upset and looking for playing time. And, and rightfully so that you know, obviously you're, you're talented enough to play at the next level you know, you should be getting that playing time somewhere. So best of luck to those guys. But yeah, I'm excited to see what Rocky does coming in.
0: Yeah. And Hayden's going to get an opportunity to, you know, compete for a starting job. So that's a great opportunity for Andrew. Obviously, he was used in more of a complimentary or backup role this year. But yeah, it, it was a tough football season this year. There's been a lot of movement going on uh, with the transfer portal. And then obviously, too, you know, we talked a lot about on the last episode and just there's been a lot going on with the new recruits. We have spring practices picking up. I saw a couple posts from the guys out there today at uh, the Chessick. And it's going to be fun to see this team grow into what they used to be in this conference, which is a team that is competing for a MAC conference championship year in and year out, and it's going to feel so much sweeter for all those people that are falling off the wagon, that are doubting the team, that are, you know, so pissed that we're 0-6 and 2-9 and and in basketball. Like these years do happen in college sports; they're anomalies, they're outliers. This team, whether it's been football or basketball, has shown throughout the years that they can be successful. Trust the process, trust the coaching, and trust the players, and be thankful that we're not the Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy.
1: Jeez. Yeah, that's the truth. But yeah, I mean, you know, those same people are going to be the ones that are coming back when this when these teams become good again. You know, obviously it's 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 fuck. it's something that you want to see. You want this team to these teams to get better, and you know, obviously you get a lot of a lot of fans out for the basketball and the football games, so. And so that's something that we're looking to build on to is just getting fans back into Husky stadium for football games. And, you know, once we can get fans back, it's uh, I think there's just going to be a lot of growth in this team, if not next year. And, you know, there's just, I think within two or three years, both of these programs are going to be back to where they belong.
0: Yeah. And I got one final note of the transfer portal and a hell of a nickname. He's already on the all nickname team, but NIU announced today that they will be signing, or not signing, I oh got it. That made it sound like the NFL. Uh, well, signing a letter of intent. Uh, r- former Western Illinois running back, former Western Illinois running back, and Crete Monet High School, similar to where that's actually where Trayvon Rudolph went. Uh, Clint Ratkovich, I can't say it right. we just going to call him Rat because, like I said, his nickname is Elite, has committed to play with NIU. It's another running back. Uh, I think he's 6'2", 220, so he's a little bit of a bulldozer, a little bit of a load. Another addition to that running back room, and one thing that we saw and we talked about a little bit earlier is, you know, Rondarius Gregory transferring. I thought that was wild. That's a kid that was a walk-on that got a scholarship, so I, you know, I wish him nothing but the best, but if if I'm walking on at a school and I get a scholarship, I'm probably not going to transfer out. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah,
1: it's tough. I, like I said, I, I think that he shocked a lot of people and obviously there's there's gonna be a coaching staff out there that thinks the same way that Coach Hammock did. So best of luck to him going forward and, and you just hope that these guys, you know, do good in their, their next uh, their next school.
0: Yeah, but we got the rat dog now, so addition and a subtraction all in one. Uh hopefully the new the new group of DBs that come in as death corners that are backup corners uh, can play well, but I'm really you know excited to see Jordan Gandy in year two, and then our guy Dylan Thomas come back hungrier than ever. So, do you have any final wrap up thoughts on today's NIU men's basketball absolute beauty of a game, sixty seven sixty five, or on any of the transfer
1: news before we wrap up today? Like I said, I mean I mean you're gonna deal with these challenges, you're gonna deal with these trials, and eventually you're going to find the success, you know, I'm, yeah. you look at the Cleveland Browns, they were bad for so long. They found a way to be successful in the end. And, you know, it took them a long time, but they, they finally got there. And I don't think these teams are nearly as bad as what the Cleveland Browns were. So that's definitely a good thing. Just about building, just about growing. And, and I think that both of these teams, basketball, football, you know, hopefully we'll see baseball. I don't know what's going on with the baseball season in terms of college, but, you know, maybe we'll start covering them too. you know, see what goes on, but just a lot to look forward to with these, with this program. Yeah.
0: It's about building. It's about one day at a time and starts with a victory. Our men's basketball team was able to get that victory today. And despite all of, you know, the losses to the transfer portal, coach hammock has been able to grab a couple high level recruits through that same transfer portal. So let's just get through this off season Let's get through the rest of this Mac play and find ourselves in Cleveland for the basketball team. And then, too, we're going to have some Huskies out there at the Pro Day fighting for their chance to get to the NFL. So stay with us. Welcome to year two. We definitely appreciate and love all the support that we've had through year one. We look forward to keeping the, the coverage coming for year two and two while you're at it don't forget to check out our friends over at manscaped use promo code on tap to receive 20 percent off your order and free shipping but we got nothing else for you guys we'll be back next episode we promise with an interview and go husky we got london on the track I ain't asked now for nothing. I took
1: the heart away. Oh, 12 so put me overcoming with it. They took my heart away. Hard away. Hard away. Hard away. Jump in it hard away. Cheek, cheek, cheek,